And some of it's like, hey, it says vanilla is in this product and vanilla is not in this product. Some of it's like that type of deal. And then others are, hey, no, that's not really a hamburger you just sold us. It's doesn't look like anything like the picture. Can you sue a dating site if somebody used their best <laughs> ever profile pic? Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 712 on this Monday morning. Thanks for being with us. Wanted to share a few takeaways from an event that I emceed the other night. The Wisconsin Association of Staffing Services hosted their annual awards night Thursday. It's a major award. I won it. Major award. So these are... A conglomeration of staffing agencies. They have some mutual interests, obviously. Staffing agencies are folks, they, they contract with companies and help with employment. They place their clients, oftentimes in just temporary positions, and that works for the companies. It also works for people who are you know, trying to find jobs. Sure. And important in today's economy, we talk often about how hard it is for companies to find those people and then for workers to connect with them. And these folks bridge the gap in these staffing agencies. So they come together for an annual awards ceremony every year. And I was asked to MC and was glad to do so. But I, I found it a really inspiring night for a number of reasons. They offered awards to, you know, their top, each agency nominated a number of people for, you know, outstanding achievement in the, in the last year. And I had three takeaways from the night. First of all, there are a lot of people working hard out there. And there were some fantastic stories of people who are walking to work or riding their bike to work in the winter. And mm-hmm. these were the folks who won awards. I mean, like, above and beyond, to stay employed, to work hard, to find a place. In many cases, um, folks were immigrants to this country. There was a language barrier, but they've been working on that. They found a way to, to get out there and get into the workforce. So I found that really inspiring. The other thing is, these staffing agencies do pretty good work, too, because you have folks who need a little bit of help to be located and placed in something. And every one of the award winners, Eric, who spoke that night, spoke about the relationship that he or she had with that person they worked with at the agency. And some folks call them like, this is my hero. This person helped me find work and cared about how that work was going. And then when that temporary job was up, this person helped me find more work. That's cool. And so like, they, it really was a partnership. So I wanted to salute those folks who are out there doing that work. It's you know, not particularly glamorous, and it's very important. And sometimes I guess my takeaway on that was all it takes is for somebody maybe to believe in you a little bit and to say, look, I'm on your side. I'm working for you. I'm like, that's your agent. <laughs> you know, like right? ball players have agents. Yeah. That's your agent. This person wants to see you get work. So uh, congrats to them. And the final and most important takeaway I had for the night, all of the award winners shared these three characteristics because someone would come up and rave about them. And this is why we nominated Eric for this award. And, and the three characteristics that were shared universally was attendance. So show up. This is a person who was committed to being there every day. When you're there, work hard, like go there and do your job. Yeah. yeah. And then three, have a positive attitude. And all of the people who won awards from the staffing services shared those characteristics. And sadly, those are distinguishing markers right now in the workforce. And I, I just thought like, and I've given this speech many times over, over the years when I've been asked to, you know, what does it take to get into broadcasting or do these different things? No different for many different jobs, parents, grandparents, caregivers, or maybe even you who are out there looking. If you can show up, you can work hard and you can be positive and elevate the people around you. You are distinguishing yourself in this workforce right now. And, that's not easy to do, but it is simple. 
It's a very simple formula, and anybody can do it, regardless of your education, regardless of your socioeconomic status. Anybody can show up, work hard, and be positive, and that's out there for you. So I thank the Wisconsin Association of Staffing Agencies for having me out there and an inspiring evening. 716 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports Sports is up next. It's brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Jordan Love era began on Sunday in Titletown, making his first career start in Green Bay. And after missing arguably five of their best players on Sunday, it was number 10 who put matters into his own hands, leading the charge for the Packers. Love rallying Green Bay from a 17-point fourth-quarter deficit and the Packers beating the Saints by a final score of 18 to 17 on Sunday afternoon. This after a late fourth quarter touchdown pass to Romeo Dobbs. Love on third down to the end zone. What a catch! Touchdown! Love to Dobbs. Kenny Albert there on the call for Fox Sports. Green Bay became the third team in the past 30 years to win after being shut out 17 or worse through three quarters. Love, who finished the game with 259 yards and two total touchdowns, one passing, one running, led the largest comeback for the Pack since 2018, spoke after the game on the difficulty of making that 17-point turnaround. Yeah, I mean, it's very hard. Um, You know, especially you haven't done what you wanted all game, um, especially offensively. Um, You know, we hurt ourselves more than uh, we helped ourselves. And then um, just to be able to stay poised and, and stay confident in what we're doing, um, and just have that next play mentality, but uh, it, it's not easy. It's, it's a total team win right there. Everybody's got to you know step up, and make plays, and we did it on all phases at the end. Definitely not easy. As head coach Matt Lafleur, he also was speaking post game, totally unsure of what happened in that final quarter in front of the home crowd. That whole fourth quarter was a blur. I've, I've never been a part of something like that before, um, where it looked so bleak for for. And I'm sure you guys. I mean, you guys saw it. You guys probably felt it. Um, but our guys continued to fight, continued to battle, and that's all you can ask of anybody. And that's to me, that says something about those guys in that locker room. The Packers will get right back to work this week beginning today. The Detroit Lions are coming in on Thursday night for a divisional night clash. The Milwaukee Brewers will have to keep the champagne on ice after they lose by a final of 6-1 to one on Sunday afternoon. The magic number to clinch the NL Central still remains at 1-1. The crew with a much-needed off day today after playing 17 straight. They will welcome in the St. Louis Cardinals for a three-game series beginning on Tuesday evening. The week ahead is just ahead on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! All right. What's in store for the week ahead in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the world? And the world! Uh, first off, IndyCar could be returning to the Milwaukee Mile there by State Fair. News conference going to be taking place this morning. The governor is supposed to be there. Milwaukee Business Journal says an announcement may have to do with IndyCar. So that'd be a big deal there at the racetrack. Man, that'd be super cool. I grew up in Wauwatosa about a mile and a half, two miles from State Fair Park, and it was open wheel racing all summer. Yep. The buzz all summer long. It's the sound of summer. Yep. Powerball, yes, the jackpot now worth $785 million. Now How did we that care. happen? Right. <laughs> now we're interested. Okay. Uh, the drawings tonight, by the way, 
This is currently the fourth largest prize in Powerball history. Government is relaunching a program to provide free COVID-19 home tests since we're seeing a little bit of a spike. So covidtests.gov is the website. Those aren't cheap. They're like 20 bucks a pop. Go there and you can uh, get some free ones. There's a debate on Wednesday. The second Republican presidential primary debate is Wednesday night at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. Guess who won't be there? Trump. Former President Donald Trump will not be in attendance. He will stump in Detroit talking to union members there. Uh, Also in uh, the world of politics, there is going to be an uh, impeachment inquiry against uh, President Biden that will take place on Thursday. Big day on Friday. Netflix sending out its final red envelope, the last one, marking an end to 25 years of mailing DVDs to subscribers. They're still doing that? I thought that died years ago. Yeah, my parents still died, but... My parents have, like, the dual package. They have okay. the digital and they have the uh, the, the DVD. Thing. Still like to get that disc in the mail? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it's making me emotional thinking about it. Introduced in 1998 <laughs> when Netflix first launched, the DVD by mail service promised an easier rental experience. So now that will end. Uh, one more government thing. The funding expires uh, no, midnight. No, I told you Thursday. Yeah, so we won't talk about it until Thursday. Not mentioning the government shutdown until it's imminent. Shutdown is October 1. So once we get to October 1. Is that Saturday? Uh, Yes. Would be technically? Yeah, today's the 5th. All right, I'm not saying it's not a big deal. It's just we've seen this movie before. There's a lot of politicians urinating on each other's shoes and making crazy statements. So when it gets close, we'll talk about it. All right. In the world of sports, the Brewers wrap up the season back here at home. They play against the Cardinals for three. Then they play the Cubs for three. And they will likely clinch the NL Central at some point this week. That would be the expectation. It would be. It would have to be a catastrophic event. October official! For the fifth time in six years, the Milwaukee Brewers are headed to the postseason. So that's how it sounded on Friday night when they clinched getting in. But they've yet to clinch the NL Central. When they do, they'll play uh, three games in the middle of next week. I liked what they did, too. We'll talk more about that later because you've got a couple other things here. Packers-Lions play Thursday night at Lambeau Field. The Ryder Cup from Sheboygan to Rome. They play in (laughs) Rome this weekend. Uh, At the movie theater, tons of movies this weekend. Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie, The Creator... That thing looks awesome. The Creator. Yeah. That's like an AI Terminator. Yeah, super cool. Dumb Money comes out. That has to do with that whole GameStop stock sell. Kill Room, which has Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, and her daughter Maya Hawk. 57 seconds. And then finally, we have Saw 10. How much time do I have? Months. At best. I still have a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> no. this Saw movie is uh, Follows Jigsaw as he travels to Mexico. So this one takes place in between Saw and Saw 2. So it's kind of a look back. Oh, okay. There's like a timeline for this? It's not just people getting hacked up? Yes. Yeah, there's a little bit more canon involved in this one. (laughs) Yes, canon for the Saw series. No, I was out from the get-go on that. Is that a scary movie or is it just like horrifying? I'd say the latter, horrifying. It's just horrifying. What a franchise, though. Yeah. Why do we want to see that? Just because it's things, people getting it's dismembered un- in horrible, horrible un- ways. Unimaginable things being put on movie screens. <laughs> okay, well, I'll yes. put that on top of my list. 728 on Wisconsin's Morning News. That is your week ahead. Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minnert is our guest on Brewers 360 coming up at 745.
When it comes to food advertising, what you see is rarely what you get. CNN with this story, a flurry of recent lawsuits wants to change that. Vince, over the past couple of years, lawyers have been bringing class action suits against fast food companies, alleging that they're misrepresenting food in their marketing. That the hamburger doesn't really look like the one you see on the billboard. Who doesn't know that? Well, these lawyers in particular. Uh, They've been leading the charge, bringing cases against Taco Bell, Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's. These companies use ads that don't match up with their actual food, according to these lawsuits. So they filed several class action lawsuits against Suing for what damages? How are you damaged by this? For the 99 cents you paid for that burger. As evidence, the complaints feature images of food marketing alongside shots of the real-life counterparts. In the ads, burgers look tall, heaped with meat and cheese, topped with golden rounded buns. But in the photos of burgers bought from a real fast food location, they're flat with meat and cheese barely peeking out of a limp white bun. Right, because they were slapped together in two and a half <laughs> seconds. Meanwhile, the, the one you use in the photo shoot has like a food stylist who comes in and right. it's an actual job. Comes in and sets it all up real nice. Make sure the lettuce is tight. Um, what's amazing to me is why this is such a big deal now. We saw a record number of food litigation lawsuits filed in the last three years. Hundreds of new suits every year. The explosion has been largely driven by the efforts of a handful of lawyers. Who are getting rich. Who are basically just filing one after another, after (laughs) another, after another. And some of it's like, hey, it says vanilla is in this product and vanilla is not in this product. Some of it's like that type of deal. And then others are, hey, no, that's not really a hamburger you just sold us. It's doesn't look like anything like the picture. Can you sue a dating site if somebody used their best ever profile <laughs> pic? I mean, it's still a pic of I, you. It would not shock me. Because it's still the hamburger. When it still they, has the ingredients. When but they it's... see you, you can tell on the uh, by the look of their disappointment on their face when they see you that oh, clearly, yeah. <laughs> clearly you didn't match the picture. Yeah, your profile pic is from your cousin's wedding <laughs> 17 years ago, yeah. right? When you stood up and lost a bunch of weight mm-hmm. just to look really yeah. good, right? Oh, that's not what you look like. Shucks. Anymore. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. It's heard Saturdays at 10, right here on WTMJ. We get Sophia Minner coming up in just a few minutes on Brewers 360. As the Brewers head home, off today, right? Yes. That's fine. They needed a day off. What was it, 17 straight? Yeah, they were kind of they were struggling there near the end of that kind of road fizzling trip a little bit. So over the yeah. weekend, we clinched a spot in the playoffs. But what we really want is the division championship, and that comes with one more win or a Cubs loss. They'll get it. They'll get it. I'm confident. In fact, probably better that it's at home. Not that you don't sure. want to get that tightened up as soon as possible, but better that it's at home for an assortment of reasons. I actually thought what they did Friday was pretty classy. When they clinched the playoff spot, but they knew there was more work to be done, mm-hmm. it was like instead of the whole champagne shower... They did a champagne toast. Yep. Like, yes, you guys should celebrate this, but a little bit more work to be done. I think they were planning on celebrating in Miami, though. Corbin Burns was not a fan of the champagne. No? Just, no. Did you see the video? His face. Yeah. Oh, just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, like, like in a snooty way? No. Just like maybe no. he has a really refined like palate? He, he was like, I got to take a drink of this. Oh. We just clinched, but man, that was awful. But where's the whiskey? <laughs> 7.44, Sophia Minute next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers rallied from a 17-point fourth-quarter deficit to defeat the New Orleans Saints by a final score of 18-17 on Sunday afternoon. The Packers, who currently sit at 2-1, welcome in the Detroit Lions on Thursday night at Lambeau Field. 
The Milwaukee Brewers' magic number to clinch the NL Central remains at one as they lose to the Miami Marlins on Sunday afternoon. This one by a final score of 6-1. to one. The Brewers with a much-needed off day today as they will begin a three-game series with the St. Louis Cardinals beginning on Tuesday. October official for the fifth time in six years. The Milwaukee Brewers are headed to the postseason. Brewers 360 sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited and Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minnert with us on this Monday morning. Hey, Sophia. Hi, good morning. Welcome home. Day off. All good. And the division championship yet to be clinched will get a chance to do it at home. I think that's best. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they would have liked to get it done in Miami, but I think, um, you know, we're, we're back. We've got an off day, as you said, and they've got six games left here at home, so might as well try to get it done tomorrow night against the Cardinals. So would they have partied in Miami yesterday had the Cubs lost? Yeah, when we were watching the, the end of the Cubs game and, you know, hoping that the Rockies would, would come back and get it done. Um, yeah, I mean, they were prepared to celebrate, so... But, you know, it didn't work out that way. Cubs ended up losing the game and ended up getting swept over the weekend. So they're also off today uh, if fans are, are scoreboard watching. Um, so both teams will be off today, and then we'll we'll try again tomorrow against St. Louis. I, I, you know, yes, you want to get that taken care of as soon as possible. But it could be a really special night Tuesday at American Family Field, and there are tickets available for this Cardinals series. If fans want to go out there and cheer this team on to the postseason and be able to witness the guys celebrating on the field and everything that comes with that, could be real special Tuesday night here. Yeah, you know, I, I think about the, you know this this team has been so so fortunate. Um, you know, going back to 2018, that this will now be their fifth time into the postseason, and. There are so many people involved in making that happen. Um, and this team has been so fun to watch all year. And I think about, you know, in the previous years, um, a lot of the clinching games were on the road until 2021 when they ended up clinching the division. Um, actually, in the final regular season home game, uh, the team finished the season on the road. So it was a really special day, um, I think, because it was the home finale. Uh, it was a huge crowd. It was sold out. You know, there's confetti and the players come out on the field and it is, it's, it's a really cool, it's a really cool game. It's very unique. So um, again, it's, you know, there's a, a great opportunity tomorrow night. They're playing the Cardinals for three games, the Cubs for three games over the weekend. We're expecting that to be a really fun environment. But yeah, if you, if you can come out tomorrow night, this team has been so fun to watch. Um, they love the fan support that it makes a huge difference to them you know, when they feel that support. So it, uh, it should hopefully be a very fun night tomorrow. So, Sophia, if and when they clinch, so say they clinch tomorrow, what does that mean for the rest of the games during the regular season? Will they change their pitching around? Will they kind of just go business as usual? What, what changes, if anything? Rowdy Telez starting I, pitcher? <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would probably love that. Um, yeah, Rowdy Telez opener. No, I'm not, I'm not sure that's um, in the cards, but... Yeah, they'll make some changes um, once things are officially secured. I think you'll still see, um, you know, the majority of the starting rotation stay in line. You know, the the reality is that, you know, we do know that they are in the postseason and most likely they will be hosting um, the wild card series. So even though they would be a division winner, because they're the third division winner, um, they would host a three-game series starting Tuesday, October 3rd. So, you know, you do need guys like Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta, and I would include even Devin Williams in that, who 
didn't pitch on this road trip, um, they, they still need to get innings in. They need to stay on their schedule. You'll probably see shorter appearances. You might see some of the regular position players get a day or two off here or there. You might see some different lineups just to get everybody some extra rest um, because then it is, it is on um, starting Tuesday, October 3rd. And that would be a best of three series. It is on. Thanks, Sophia. Great to uh, catch up with you today. An exciting week for baseball. Again, Brewers in action again tomorrow night. 750, Mark Tauscher is up next. And the pitch, swing and a miss. He strikes out Jesus Sanchez. Telez puts both arms in the air. Willie Adamas in the dugout going crazy. He gets it. Idea man. I am out in West Lafayette, baby. Innovative. I don't know from a college city standpoint, it's definitely unique. Put it that way. And Packers Hall of Famer. You just go, you go to Ann Arbor, Columbus, Madison, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and then there's West Lafayette. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your Southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Morning, Tausch. Good morning, boys. So, where to start with the Packers game? So, uh, let me just okay, say okay. this. So, Tausch, Go ahead. I see Vetrano this morning. The first thing he says to me is, oh, I'm not sure. Wet blanketing this, wet blanketing that, well, overthrowing, complaining about love, overthrowing oh, the guy. That's not true. You, I didn't yes, know. Yes, you did. I said Negative I was, Nancy. Yes, I was entirely were. prepared to be happy with the loss. I saw good things. I saw some, here's, you know, here's what got me, Tausch. You were criticizing from the get-go. Okay, here's what got me. You're that guy. Okay. What do we have, like 100 yards in penalties? Yeah, that's what it was. That was it. That was what, that's what bothered me. Like, let's tighten that up a little bit. So, I I understand, and I'm, you know, watching the game and listening to fans and, you know, understanding how that first, really, three quarters went. It was ugly. And, you know, the NFL is highly competitive and, Get all the cliches that you could put through. But what you are always looking for, and coaches will look for this, and I think everybody, you know, uh, executives, it's always how do guys react? How do you figure out? Because inevitably, bad stuff's going to happen, and it's which team can stick together and pull things out. So for me, I, I you know, I was not wet blanketing it like uh, it sounds like Vince was for most of the day. There's penalties. <laughs> yeah, I deny that. Drop passes. <laughs> What I was looking at it through three quarters and saying, this is what happens when you have a young team. You know, you're going to have games like this. It's not going to be pretty. You're going to get beaten, and you hope that you learn lessons. But what was awesome was that you actually learned lessons as the game was going. Your whole group stuck together and believed, and you found a way to have, you know, and on our post-game show last night, I said, I don't, you know, the Aaron Rodgers comeback against the Bears when he broke his leg was awesome. I think yesterday's might have been better because of all of the things that you're talking about, all of the players that were unavailable to you, the fact that this was this young man's first start at Lambeau Field. It was, I think, the growth that this team needs to have, and we all knew it was going to be a growing season. It was expedited a bunch yesterday, and I think as fans, we should all be incredibly excited, not be trying to put water on it. Enjoy it, Vince. It was a heck of a day and an opportunity (laughs) for this team. It was unbelievable. 
<laughs> it was one of the best games and unbelievable things you could see at Lambeau. Okay, I'm wearing a brand that I don't think I deserve. I was fine with the win. I was very happy <laughs> I with didn't it. bring it up. Right. I, I, I didn't bring it up. It sounds like the whole newsroom yeah. brought this up. So, okay, in the area of growth, I'll tell you one way that, that the Packers grew in that game. These young receivers, Tausch, I feel like, I don't know if it was through experience, but they realized, like, you may not be open. And the ball might still be coming your way. So you got to go there and get it. Yeah, it's the, the idea of college football. And for most of these guys, that's all the experience they've had. You know, Reed and Wicks. And, and you understand it comes quick that guys don't give you separation. There aren't these monster pillow windows that Jordan Love's going to have to throw through. It's going to be tight. And yesterday, I think you're, that's all part of this process of you know, processing information quickly and then going and just understanding that it's going to be quick and you better be ready. And sometimes you're not going to be, and hopefully I don't want to make that same mistake twice. That was, you know, whether it was Musgrave or Reed or Wicks, you could go through the list of these guys that are playing at Lambeau for the first time, and you could see the evolution kind of pick up from quarter one to quarter four and the production followed. So it is really rare to have, I think it was over 50% of the salary cap in street clothes are not on your football team yesterday. <laughs> and all of these guys stepping up and finding a way with, I don't think, you know, how many people actually firmly believed that they'd win that game? Not many. And with the team, after that first touchdown, to cut it to, and the two-point conversion, I, I love the two-point conversion. Because that was Matt LaFleur saying, hey, we're going all the way here. We're winning this game. And once that happened, it was the storm gates open and the confidence is following behind. Quick turnaround for the pack. We'll talk about that tomorrow as we get the Lions coming in on Thursday. Thanks, Tausch. Hey, spruce up a little bit here. Don't be all wet blankets. Come on. (laughs) He also didn't like the two-point conversion. Well, it worked out, but I was nervous about it. Well, the math. These analytics people, they don't know what the heck they're talking about. Take take the point. Let's go. Tie it up. Why don't you just punt the ball? (laughs) 